Welcome everyone to this Coast podcast. My name's Jason Goldsworthy. I'm the Executive Director for Coast and today's host. Coast, for those of you who aren't familiar, is the Centre for Ocean and Applied and Sustainable Technologies. We're lucky today to be talking to the conference chair for the upcoming Coastal Zone Canada conference. But before I get to that and introduce our guest, I'm going to talk a little bit about Coast. Coast is the centre of gravity for all things tech and innovation in Pacific Canada's marine and ocean space. We are building a robust blue economy ecosystem in British Columbia by providing access to training and facilities to drive innovation and connect innovations with industry. We're attracting talent, capital and partnerships to support commercialisation of new technologies and delivering access to markets for early stage innovators and companies looking to scale up. As I mentioned, uh, we've got the conference chair for the upcoming Coastal Zone Canada Conference, uh, Phil Osborne, uh, who's also the Vice President for the Pacific Region of the Coastal Zone Canada Association and a senior morphologist with Nor Northwest Hydraulic Consultants. Phil's got over 35 years of international experience in consulting and research. He has a PhD and a Master of Science in Physical Geography from the University of Toronto and a Bachelor of Environmental Science in Co-op Geography from the University of Waterloo. Welcome, Phil, and thank you for your time today. Thank you, Jason. Nice to be here. Um, Phil, I'm going to start early on with those who aren't familiar with the Coastal Zone Canada Association and what its missions. So I'm hoping you can just explain to us a little bit about what uh, the, the association does. Sure. Coastal Zone Canada, it's a nationally incorporated nonprofit. Um, it was put together originally in 1993 um, to basically act as a um, a holder of national conferences in Canada for coastal zone management professionals. Um, first conference was held in 1994 in Halifax, and there have been 14 conferences in 13 different cities across Canada since then. The objectives and mission of, of the, the association are really to sponsor these coastal zone management conferences and uh, promote improvements in integrated coastal zone management in Canada and, and around the world. And that really is about um, promoting an understanding and better management of all the interrelated parts of the coastal environment, the human activities, the natural, uh, natural environment and physical processes, living and non-living parts that are all connected in the coastal zone. And, and how, you know, how does the Coastal Zone Canada Association mission align with the mission of the UN Decade of the Ocean? Sure. The, the, you know, it's, it's, it's remarkable how closely aligned they really are. Um, the UN Decade has a mission to achieve ocean science solutions that are, you know, uh, targeted around sustainable development. And it, it emphasizes the close connection between and the need for a closer connection between people and our oceans. The, the objectives really are to, you know, um, achieve an ocean that's clean, healthy and resilient, productive, safe with, with data that's available, accessible, and uh, the, the, you know, the, the final objective is really about inspiration and engagement and getting society to better understand uh, in a place where they better understand and value the ocean and make that connection to human well-being. So that's very, very well connected and, and very consistent with what we're trying to do in, in CZCA. You, you mentioned there with some of the objectives there is uh, to provide clean, healthy and resilient and safe. What have, from your perspective and, and the association's perspective, 
what are some of the challenges and opportunities uh, of coastal zone management, first of all in, in Canada, but also specifically here in, in British Columbia? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Canada, you know, Canada has the longest coastline in the world. So it's, and, and possibly the most diverse, uh, diverse really, you know, extending all the way from, you know, Southern BC and, and even further South in Ontario, uh, you know, Point Pelee and, and Lake Erie, all the way up to the Arctic. Um, we've got extensive freshwater, estuarine, saltwater environments. Uh, you know, our, each of our coasts, our five coasts, the Atlantic, Pacific, Arctic, and Great Lakes, all have their own kind of regional distinction and, and uniqueness about them, which, which I think poses a challenge and a real challenge for, for um, the people responsible for, you know, management and and uh, you know that includes our governments, but it also includes all the all the people that are practicing. And you know, our conference this time in the area where I practice is is beautiful British Columbia. I've, I've had to, you know, in my career, had the good fortune to go uh, to many parts of the coastal world. And uh, I have to say that life here in BC and coastal BC is right up there. Um, you know, it's it's perhaps among the most beautiful coasts in the world. And But not only beautiful, it's been productive, a productive coast and provided a source of food, you know, to our coastal First Nations for, for thousands of years. Um, and obviously supporting many types of marine life for even longer than that. Um, but I think in terms of challenges, you know, we're, the coastal zone is, is literally the front line. It's the early receptor uh, where when it comes to the effects that we see on the coast, you know, we're, we're seeing, uh, starting to see the cracks, I think, in terms of coastal resources, especially uh, fisheries and, and the life systems that they support, which are coming under increasing pressure from development, overconsumption, and, and that sleeping giant of climate change, which is manifesting itself in our coastal coastal and ocean areas. So, you know, I think I think the warning signs are there, um, but um, we, we've got to take better care of it if we want it to continue to take care of us. So I think, you know, the, the natural environment shows that it can be resilient, but we have to act before we, we get too far, before we let it get too far. And that's a good segue, I guess, into my next question and, and one close to um, my heart and also with Coast is, you know, where can and where does ocean technology fit in, in sort of acting and, and helping those challenges and, and sort of working to meet the objectives? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And, you know, in my career, I've, I've always been a big user and, and um, a fan of using innovative and, and useful technology. I think it's, it's very important to supporting the advancement of, the co- of coastal zone management in particular. Um, if we're going to make a timely difference to allow us to address some of the big challenges that, that you know I mentioned earlier, science and understanding, those are driven more and more um, by good quality data and lots of it. Um, you know, in, in integrated coastal zone management, monitoring, prediction, those are the two kind of mainstays of, of effective management. And, you know, more now we're getting into the use of nature-based infrastructure. So monitoring becomes even more important. Um, and we need, to, we need to have a great understanding of our marine and coastal environments to be able to evaluate and, you know, uh, keep track of performance of, of things like nature-based infrastructure projects and ecosystems. And I think that's just becoming more and more important. Uh, you know, and, and there, 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 I could go into a lot more detail, I guess, about 
some of the important things like simulation uh, in addition to monitoring is, is becoming a big part of the use of data uh, for where we go with it in terms of analysis, interpretation, prediction, forecasting. You know, um, we, we, we need to make, you know, better use of, of both monitoring technology, but also um, data processing and data analysis and, and, and prediction technology that, uh, you know, we are making great progress in those areas, but we need to continue to make advancements that help us to do things faster, more efficiently, and make advances in the way we integrate that information. And I, you know, I think tying that back to, you know, the conference, Coastal Zone Canada, I think is a great opportunity for, for technology firms, startups, ocean tech companies to spread the word about the innovations that they're making in this, in this sphere. Um, beyond what they would do in ocean tech conferences, like the recent ocean business conference that was held, get the message out to a somewhat broader audience than than they might be uh, in in those you know in those other contexts. Yeah, I'm just um, it, it's perhaps something that uh, companies think when they they think ocean technology, it's very much specific to something that else is happening in the ocean. But to to match it in with making sure that we're predicting and learning as much as we possibly can and then responding as fast as can, I guess, is a, is a key aspect of, of getting ahead of, you know, some of this protection side of things. So I, I think there's some key roles there for ocean tech and startups, not just to focus on the traditional tech, but also to factor that into what the Coastal Zone Canada Association are trying to achieve as well. Yeah, I think that that's a, that's a great point, you know, in terms of, um, what we're trying to do, uh, one of the one of the aspects that, um, in addition to the conference that Coastal Zone Canada has done, is to introduce a community of practice for introducing, um, you know, the the elements of of uh, development and implementation of nature-based solutions. And um, the idea is uh, to, in order to advance those, we need to uh, improve practices, and that that includes you know, the application and, and adoption of tech, of new technology. And so I think there's a great opportunity there for interfacing between what those, what that community of practice is trying to achieve and uh, what one entities like Coast are doing in terms of promoting, um, you know, a sustainable blue economy with technology. Is that one way, and, and we'll talk a little bit about the conference in, in a second here, because that's why we're here today, um, but is that also a way that uh, organisations and people as well can get involved with Coastal Zone Canada um, through that community of practice and, and working with their, their local uh, regions to, to sort of get, you know, have some input and, and find out what, what can be done better? Absolutely. The, you know, the, the, the association is pretty simple in terms of its mandate and execution. It's biennial conference, which is, which is every two years, and this community of practice. And you, you become a member and, and affiliated with the association just, just by joining the conference, going to the conference, and then you get on the mailing list and you're, you're stuck. You know, <laughs> you're, yeah, I wouldn't say necessarily a life member. You, you kind of have to keep, keep coming to the conferences, but, uh, but there's that. And then the, the community of practice is also a great way, I think, to get in, to get engaged. And, and uh, that's, a, you know, that's another avenue if you don't want to attend the conference. Which is a perfect segue into the conference. So June 11th to 15th, right here in Victoria. Um, I think it's a, it's a fantastic program. Um, I've looked through it. I'm, I'll, I'll be involved and some other delegates from, uh, from Coast will be there. Um, 
is there a specific theme for this year's conference? Yeah, there is, and it's 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 um pretty closely tied with something we've already talked about, and it's connecting Canadians with the coast. Um, initially, we were not thinking about the UN decade outcome, which also emphasizes the importance of connection, but it it came about uh, more or less coincidentally. We just thought it was the most pertinent thing we could choose for for this time. Um, you know, we. Uh, as as Canada's national conference, we you know we've extended the invitation to people to come and share our passion for advancing science and not and traditional knowledge, and social and policy awareness and best practices. And our our conference is hoping to emphasize the increasing importance of this greater connection to the coastal environment as we address the the challenges, the hazards, the challenges, the climate change, and so on, and the and the increasing development and resource pressures. We just need more people to connect with the coast, to see it, to better understand it, to appreciate it. By doing so, you know, it, it will give back and keep giving back. And, and you know, by doing so, that, that will contribute to our well-being and the well-being of the, the other species we share the planet with. It's a it's a fantastic theme and, and something that you know obviously we're looking at with with building out coast is is making sure that that technology takes it into account all of those uh, environmental social sort of ideas and and I think it's a, a fantastic theme that you've you've set up for the for the conference this year. Who who do you typically get? So for the people that haven't been to one of these conferences before, who are the kind of delegates and who are the exhibitors and and who are the type of companies and individuals that you get along to these conferences? It's it's very diverse um, by you know by virtue of the the theme of uh, and the mission of Coastal Zone Canada is really to uh, emphasize multidisciplinary collaboration and and um, so we get a, a broad range of delegates they come from all, a wide range of sectors from public private nonprofit sectors and and universities um, they come from a whole range of disciplines. Um, Everything from marine biology, coastal geosciences, coastal engineering, ocean sciences, marine marine sciences, as well as the social sciences. Um, we get marine marine ecology and conservation groups, and we get many different uh, technology firms that that come. So, on uh, you know, in this this time around, we've got quite a good, I think, a good representation of some of the technology firms located in uh, on the west coast, in particular. Yeah, I've seen a, a number of the the sort of companies are involved in in that type of work. Is uh, they're, they're definitely showing up, and it's it's great to see them getting involved. Um, you talked earlier about uh, one of the things that the, the association is trying to do is inspire and engage people into this discussion and get people involved. Um, a conference is a great opportunity to do that for networking, but there's also some, uh, and I've seen the program. There's some fantastic events that are sort of scheduled as well. Um, can you maybe tell us about some of the sort of interesting events that are going on uh, during the conference that may be uh, good for people to come along and get involved? Sure. Well, aside from the opening social, which is on the first day to get things going, um, which I think will be uh, quite a quite a great event. We've got the Lekwungen, uh, uh First Nation dancers coming to uh, present a dance uh, and uh, welcome us actually to the uh, to the to the First Nations land territory, um, and that that's uh, that's going to be a special opening uh, for for the conference, and then we'll open it more formally during the plenary sessions on on the second on the uh, Monday. Um, we've got a, a we've had a, a, a committee working on field trips, uh, which has put together a really great uh, 
you know, collection of field trips, including a, a Salish Sea whale watching and ecological tour on, on the Sunday afternoon. Um, we've got a restoration wildlife and working harbor tour and also a cultural walking tour with the Songhees First Nation. Um, we've been partnering with the um, Maritime Museum to, uh, you know, give delegates an opportunity to, to, uh, to go through um, the, the, uh, the Maritime Museum, which I think is great. Uh, it's a great opportunity to see how that uh, museum is, is uh, changing and, and presenting itself. And I think it, it, that's a great opportunity for delegates as well. Uh, World Wildlife Fund uh, is holding a Blue Carbon Community of Practice event, which which is also going to be interesting to see. And then I think what, one of the really special things about Coastal Zone Canada is the emphasis on early career professionals. Um, we've got um, we've awarded a number of travel grants to a uh, select number of early career professionals. I think we have um, I'm, I can't remember the number, but it's a small number that were selected from over 50 applicants. We had. Quite a quite a good response, um, where the the early career professionals were asked to submit proposals to our organizing committee about why they should be given the privilege to attend and you know for, uh, and get a grant to do so. Um, and so we had a great response and have we've then asked them to form a panel for the closing plenary, and and uh, that plenary is going to be really looking to the future, you know, and, and asking them to to kind of respond to what, you know, how do we meet this challenge that we're, these challenges that we're faced with in the coastal zone and what's their perspective and what do they take away from the conference in terms of uh, helping them to, to do that. And that's, uh, I think that's a great, uh, a great event. Um, there's also going to be a early career professionals evening, which um, we'll have hosting. And I believe there's a, one of the speakers of that will be um, Fabian Wolk, who's from one of the ocean tech, local ocean tech companies who will be talking about his perspective on uh, career development uh, in the ocean technology sector. So I think that'll be, uh, it'll be another good, uh, good connection, I think, to make. Yeah, no, it's it's fantastic. I, I love the, it's not the conference is not just the the sessions and the plenary sessions. There's all these social engagements as well, and I think that really speaks to um, programming that to make sure that people are getting connected, uh, and that's why I would encourage encourage people to get along. It, Absolutely, it it might be a bit too late for companies to have a presence there in terms of exhibitors or get involved in the in the program or the official programming sections um but these conferences are regular uh when when's the next conference scheduled it'll likely be the spring of 2025 and uh my understanding at this stage it'll be in charlottetown prince edward island so another another beautiful place on the coast to go to go and visit and uh great uh, great to be back on the East Coast again yeah, for, for all of us. I can't wait for that one. I haven't been there to visit yet, so I'm pl- pl- putting that in my diary already. Yeah. Um, so from your perspective, Conference Chair, Vice President of the Pacific Region for you know, the Coastal Zone Canada Association, what are you looking to get from the, the, the conference? What are the main outcomes you'd like to see um, before the next conference and in, in the interim um, from, uh, from the next uh, well, two weeks' time? Well, I think, you know, personally, from, you know, speaking from my personal perspective, it's, it's the deeper relationships that come from, from these conferences. You know, I, I still interact with people that I met back in the mid eighties and early nineties at, at the early Canadian coastal conferences where we had 40 to 50 people attending. Now we've got 10 times that many. So it's a different, different kind of event, but the connections are still there, you know, and I think that's, that's, what's really important and, and valuable about these things. So, 
Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to making new connections. There are going to be a lot of people at this conference that I've never met before and, and um, you know, that I've never heard from. There's going to be a huge diversity of presentations and talks. And, and one of the things we're really trying to encourage is people to get outside of their kind of comfort zone and not just, you know, for me, it's not just going to the, the talks about physics and, and, and uh, sediment transport. It's about, you know, getting out there and listening to some of the the, the talks about marine conservation and, and you know, the, the social science aspects of it, which I'm still learning about and trying to appreciate more in my own practice, you know, when it, when it comes to uh, some of the things that, uh, that, that I find, you know, more challenging to deal with in my, in, in my own practice. So that's what we're really trying to, trying to achieve with this. Um, I think the other, you know, great thing is that we do have people coming from all across the country. Um, we got people, some, you know, a number of people coming from overseas. So it's, it's a great opportunity to get more awareness about what's going on across the country on the longest coastline in the world, what's really happening, you know, and, and, and uh, just to stay connected and up to date with that. So um, those are, those are all, I think, the key things that I think we're going to, we're going to see as benefits um, in terms of outcomes. Uh, yeah, it's it's really going back to the the relationships that will develop the the greater sense of collaboration or or impetus for collaboration moving forward, and hopefully it'll stimulate some people to join you know join the stay connected with the association, get involved more with the association, and and uh, help it achieve its mission. Yeah, and no, I think it's a uh, it's it's a great objective, and and it is something that's fantastic for to people to get involved in, especially anyone in the blue economy and anyone working around the coastal areas. It's uh, it's going to be some fantastic discussions. I'm I'm looking forward to it. You mentioned before that you've uh, we we talked a bit earlier that you've got over 500 registrants now. Um, there's still some space for people to get involved and come along to some of the events and see the sessions as well. Um, yeah, we, we, we're going to encourage more people to get there. Is that, uh, that fair to say? Yeah, I think that that's, that's great. And space is filling up fast. So I encourage people to be quick about, uh, getting their registration in and, uh, yeah, we look forward to welcoming everybody to the conference on the 11th and, and 12th. Phil, thank you very much for your time. Um, it's been great to learn a little bit for me as well about uh, Coastal Zone Canada. I get to hear from the person that's uh, leading it up as well and looking forward to June 11th and 12th and the kickoff to the conference and I will see you and, and hopefully a lot of our listeners there. Thanks very much, Jason. It's been a pleasure and I'm really excited about the upcoming conference and getting to meet everyone there. So thank you again. Thanks, Phil. That's it for today's podcast. Thank you everyone for listening uh, and downloading this. Um, I encourage people to go to our uh, website at canadacoast.ca uh, where there's a number of coast talks. This podcast will be there as well um, and appreciate you uh, listening in. Thank you. I think, Aaron, that might be it. Thanks, Phil. Sure.